0: No You're Robin. You're Steph. And we have a guest. Her name Hi, is. I'm Jen. Hey, John. Jen. Oh, yes. Jen.
1: Jen from That's Canada, so okay. where it's not disgustingly hot, but it's hot for her. I think it's disgustingly hot. <laughs> okay. I've been Jen, called that please, before. Please help us with these episodes because they're oh. so. I mean, this is going to be rough. Okay.
0: Uh, let me uh, just say it is – I, I, I do have to make an announcement. Um, mm-hmm. This is our 200th episode. Oh, wow. we don't want to wait.
1: Oh, so exciting.
0: <laughs> and uh, Steph started celebrating early.
1: Yeah. Two gin martinis. Dirty.
0: I'm here with my Luke's coffee mug and uh, – and and Steph uh, already went to Lane's wedding and didn't invite us. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, I had some uh, – what were the yummy – yummy, the yummy bartenders <laughs> and some dirty But martinis. were they yummy enough? Uh, they're all right. <laughs> He's so fun. <laughs> the,
0: the the bartender?
2: Yeah. Isn't that the guy who like does Facebook videos? Isn't that who you mean?
0: Uh, no. I mean He's the like, one that's is... in, the, in the episode.
2: Oh, no. I watched these episodes like on the weekend and I did not have the wherewithal to rewatch them.
1: Right. What's <laughs> oh, the guy on Facebook? Is he the tasty
2: bartender? I don't know. Whatever. What's He's on Facebook, Facebook it, Instagram, Facebook?
0: You know, it's 2006. Face- I don't know. What's Facebook? I don't even know what that is. These,
1: Facebook these existed in 2006.
0: Not, these not, episodes I wasn't on it.
1: <laughs> were hard to watch a second time because I like to watch twice. But uh, they are I'm okay, you're okay. The real Paul Anka, I get a sidekick out of you, and super cool party people.
0: Oh my god, I was right on about the sidekick. I was so happy.
1: I Uh, was like, this is
2: literally an episode about her getting a sidekick. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. Well, speaking of okay. uh, Uh Thanks for segueing myself. Uh, The first episode is called, I'm okay, you're okay. And, um... I call this first chapter F-I-N-E. Uh, <laughs> there is... Uh, I, I, I mean, we're all old enough. We had Aerosmith's Pump in our record collection uh, it, it, one it, time or another. I'm not as old as you guys. You have yeah. to you're, you're officially I mean, old as us. Sorry.
1: I'm old and I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> pump. Aerosmith's Pump. You know, the one with That's the no the two trucks on top of each other and they look like they're doing it. Anyway, there's no a so- there's a song on there. I'm trying to get to a point here. Uh it, it, it there's a song on there called What It Takes, right? And it's a it's a ballad. Step. Uh-huh. Come on. Yes.
1: Okay. 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 This sounds familiar. All
0: right. And in the song, Steven Tyler sings, "Girl, before I met you, I was" F I N E fine. F I N E F-I-N-E, fine. That's right. And uh, there was also a song on the album Pump called F I N E. And so the liner notes for Aerosmith's Pump say that F I N E stood for fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. <laughs> so just want to keep that in the back of our minds because that's what I call this this uh, this chapter. Uh, Oh, (laughs) fine.
1: Okay. See, that makes sense because I was like, fine. Nobody's fine. Nobody is fine Uh, in this show, right? According
0: to them, they're fine. Okay. All right. So, it's ironic. We're, I guess, we we go to uh, we're in apartment eight, and oh man. The big side plot of of Rory and Paris. They're going to be single and on their own. They're going to paint. No men. They're going to get lots of Chinese food. You yeah, know.
1: sisters before
0: mister. That's right. We're, and we're going to get a treadmill. Jonathan never wanted a treadmill. And, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and they make up. In this terrible apartment. Yep. And they make up. You know, Paris is over the fact that uh, Rory got her her job because she's really just not cut out to deal with people, she admits. And then Logan shows up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, so Rory, of course, six Paris on him. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then uh, uh, Logan barges through and then in barges Jonathan as well. Mm hmm. And, um,
1: in Rory's, um, Mrs. Maisel <laughs> coat.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, while, while Paris is distracted by Jonathan, uh, Rory and Logan go to the hallway and Logan pleads with her. He's like, I've been completely faithful. I thought we were broken up and he's like, I thought not we were cheating. on a break. We're on a break. And he's like, you know, I, how, how heartfelt do you think this is? I mean, I, I think this is pretty, like, he just, I think he's being honest. You know, I don't think he's like making things up.
2: I think he should have actually broken up with Rory (laughs) (laughs) to be able to claim that they were broken up.
0: He told his his sister that counts.
2: (laughs) I mean, I feel like I'm a Logan apologist, but he doesn't look good here either way. Like he, yeah. Yeah, he messed up. Like, even if he thought they were broken up, maybe he should have clarified that they were broken up. Yeah. Before sleeping with all these people.
0: I think you but... should definitely do a lot more. Listen, I messed up. I thought we were broken up. And I never meant to do this, you know, and not but, just be like, and- I thought we were broken up. And that's it.
2: And this is like his first relationship, like either way he needs to work on communication. Yes. But like this, and also like at 20, he's, so they're in, so he's in third year and she's in second year, right? Right. Of university. So like that. College.
0: It's, it's America.
1: Well, no, he's about to graduate because (laughs) in June he's going to graduate and go work for his dad.
2: But doesn't it get messed up because of the accident? The, I don't remember. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Well, what the happened.
0: accident happens later. I don't know if anything else happens at the end of the season that that we find out about that. Um, I don't I know, know anything don't about it. I do remember
2: what happens because I always skip these episodes, and I <laughs> don't want to spoil something.
0: Okay, maybe uh, we, uh, we'll find out anyway. something more later.
1: Well, just, just like when, just like when Luke at uh, Martha's Vineyard says, you know, I can't keep up. It's back and forth. They're on again, off again. Like, it's it's so back and forth. You don't know if they're together or not together. Yeah, I mean, like, I
2: was just going to say, like, he's still in his early 20s. Even though it's his first, like, I guess, real relationship, you should still know how to, like, break (laughs) up with people or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, So he begs her to come home with him. And wouldn't you know it? Rory caves. And, uh, and walks in to, <laughs> to apartment agents, all Paris and well, Paris definitely caved too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Crown so. Magal yeah. is more kinky than she. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Luke's apartment, Lorelai has found an enormous, an enormous spider in the shower and Boring. it turns out there's oh. a lot more spiders.
2: The only thing before we go to Luke and Lorelai, the oh. only thing is Paris grew up wealthy, but she doesn't know how to say Porsche. She says Porsche instead of Porsche. <laughs> when she's, And I feel like if she's insulting Logan, A, she would know that it's Porsche and she should have said the right name.
0: <laughs> I work at a car magazine and I'm pretty sure I say Porsche.
2: <laughs> this is going to sound terrible because the economy sucks right now, but in my first year of grad school, they had someone come in and teach us how to say Porsche. They were like, you're <laughs> going to make a lot of money and you should know how to say it. Meanwhile, we the economy crash at the end of my first year and I don't think any of my classmates are driving Porsches but anyway <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah it was a, a big difference from year one to year two in my program but yeah
0: all right. So- and also
2: Joey since we are already talked about being on a break you know Joey says it's Porsche Porsche I don't get it Robin, you should watch it <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's more fun never to have seen friends at this point I don't know uh, <laughs> it's fine. You do you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, at Luke's apartment, this is when the um, the fact that Luke is going to go on this math trip to Philadelphia first gets brought up. Um, and uh, you know j- the the Paladinos are laying in the. We're going to split Luke and Lorelai up, for a little while. So Lorelai can do some introspection and yada yada yada. So. Uh, Lorelai says, oh yeah, you should go. And, uh, he says he's looking forward to seeing the Liberty Bell. Um, so, uh, when we get to Luke's diner, Lorelai now wants Luke to remove a cricket from her house. Uh, and he starts talking about how he needs new luggage. Uh, or she thinks he needs new luggage. He's trying yeah. to fix some old luggage. Too
1: much luggage talk. I don't
0: care. <laughs> And uh that's when Lane comes in and shows off uh her ring uh after giggling with Rory outside. And um Rory's
2: here, yay!
0: <laughs> Rory Rory asks if she's a shriner, which is totally something that a uh you know, nineteen, twenty year old would would jump onto. Uh-huh. You're a shriner. Yeah,
1: I mean I get it. The ring <laughs> is like a Pawn shop ring. It's uh, not a actual engagement ring. Okay, I I get it. Okay, uh,
0: <laughs> Lorelai thinks she it put, it makes a joke about her winning the Super Bowl. Uh-huh.
1: Uh
0: huh. And then Luke is like, "Oh, I forgot to tell you." And and then it was this whole back and forth, like, "Oh, you forgot?" And I was so happy when the customer in the background is like, "Can I get some coffee?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, "Imagine trying to get service in this place." <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Rory is here. She wasn't expected. Uh, and, uh, she mentions that she was back at Logan's and it was just a big misunderstanding. So. Change of
1: address again. Uh Uh-huh. And there's this whole, uh, Rory is letting her ring, her phone just ring and ring and ring. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: And this goes on through the whole episode.
0: It's just so like, you're just like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. I get it. Like all of a sudden, then we go to the Dragonfly, and Rory is editing her Yale newspaper in the lobby. And guess who's irritated at it? It's just like, uh huh, heard that beat before. (laughs) Uh, One note, one note, Michelle. Um, And uh, then we go to uh, Richard and Emily calling Lorelai from the car, and there's this whole kind of funny thing where the GPS is speaking German and. And it's for they some reason spent
1: $400 on this GPS machine.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I wonder if it's because it's built into the car, but I do <laughs> feel like back then, like I remember buying a GPS for like a couple hundred bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. It was so new. I also yeah. remember
0: having to stop the car to actually get it to get it to start. You know, you had to pull over and then plot your course and then start it. And then you could leave. So that's why the whole "it only works when the car is stopped" uh, joke might come from. Um, so Lorelai makes a, like a half-hearted joke about, "Oh, you could just stop by on your way through." And Emily's like, "Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. We'll get on our back on our way back." Yeah,
1: and uh, Lorelai's like, "Oh, me and Rory are about to go to the movies. Oh, Rory's there!" And then Lorelai just like kicks herself, <laughs> mentioning that Rory's home.
0: So, yeah, now we have a whole thing where Lorelei really just wants to do anything she can to get rid of her parents. Like, just to make them feel completely unwelcome to go to the house, take away all the flowers, spray bad perfume. Um, and then Sookie brings over tons of her favorite food and, um, but Sookie, Sookie thinks she's doing it because Lorelai wanted a bunch of food to announce that, that she was pregnant. Yeah,
1: because she said she's <laughs> expecting, and like the phone cut out. Uh, and she,
0: that's right. She's
1: like, I'm expecting my parents, <laughs> not like expecting.
0: But uh, I've, I felt so bad for Sookie here. I mean, I guess this is just something she loves to do, but it really was just like, thanks for the food, Sookie. Now go stand in the other room or something. I don't mm-hmm. even know where she went to. Uh, and yeah, the. Richard and Emily sh- show up and of course they're very judgy. You know, Emily's scowling at the paint color. Uh Richard is very concerned about the boat in the garage. And uh then Paul Anko arrives and Lorelai's like, Oh, I just got him.
1: <laughs> yeah, like just now. Just the other day, by like yesterday.
0: <laughs> then they're appalled that they haven't eaten the kitchen and uh Emily is all about like, Well, why didn't you invite us over when the you know after the res- renovations were done? And uh, I love the whole beat where Luke shows up and then wheels right around as soon as he does. Oh, parents! Are <laughs> that good. might be oh. the best part of the episode. <laughs> yes, that is
1: That's the only good part of the episode. Uh,
0: that, that that made me crack up. Uh, so yeah, they eat all that food and then send Richard and Emily on their way, and then all of a sudden, Rory and Lorelai flop on the couch and like, we got to get a pizza before we get to our movie. It's just like, man, these girls, uh, <clears throat> the metabolism. So yeah, the conversation goes to April and Rory's surprised how little Lorelai knows about April and her mother Anna or Anna. And uh sorry, I read a lot of frozen. Um and uh and Rory's like, Oh, I should go spy on that store in Woodbridge, and and uh Lorelai's like, No, 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 no.
1: Yes, this is ugly. This is ugly Rory.
0: <laughs> and guess of course who shows up.
1: What you mean Rory's the worst? <laughs> yes. Rory's being just ugly, wanting to,
2: you know, where she doesn't belong.
1: Yeah, and think the the worst of Anna, and try to make try to make an issue out of this. Like Lorelai, like there's nothing, there's no reason that Lorelai should feel threatened by Anna. But Rory, but Rory is suggesting that there might be an issue. That's weird. I, I think that it's just one
2: more thing on the list. Like, Lorelai, I feel, personally, is not acting like herself in any of these episodes <laughs> because she's scared of Luke, she's which so is muted. not the healthiest of places to be in a relationship. But I feel like this, along with some other stuff that happens later on, is, like, something that, like like Rory needs to tell her that she needs to be more vocal about meeting her because Lorelai does need to do that. Like Lorelai right. should confront Lou. Maybe not how it all goes down, but, right. but yeah, it does make Lori, Lori, Lori look not great, but we already know she's not great. Yes. And, <laughs> and Lorelai sneaky.
1: is, Lorelai is keeping her mouth shut. About things when like everybody is meeting April and everybody has a relationship with April, but Lorelai. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so much to talk about with that. We'll we'll get to it. Um, you know, it doesn't help that uh uh Rory goes to the store and we we are we are she is introduced you know, her first impression of Anna. You know, is selling this customer. Uh, A shirt that is their biggest seller and the shirt says, your boyfriend wants me, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) which I'm just like, really? They had to pick that shirt. I mean, (laughs) Uh, and yeah, we see these Pan Am stewardess bags. So, you know, bookmark that. Uh, We go to the Dragonfly and Kirk is in the real estate game now. Uh, He's talking about himself in the third person and he's meeting clients in the lobby. He's being Kirk. Uh, <laughs> just doing yeah, what he wants. Yeah,
1: something about he wants to find a place to have sex with prospective clients. Yeah. Like, what is that? He's, he's watching okay. a lot
0: of real estate porn, apparently.
1: He's cleared it with Lulu. <laughs> oh, dear.
0: Kirk says that he's trying to help Richard and Emily find a place in Stars Hollow and Laura. Richard and Emily
1: want a place in the SH? Yo.
0: Um, I immediately knew what was up. And I am really bothered that it still has not been revealed in these four episodes. What's going on with Richard and Emily. They are obviously trying to find a place for Lorelai and Luke to be together. They don't like Lorelai's place. They obviously don't like the diner. I'm sure they're trying to find a place for uh, to, uh, they want to buy them a house for their wedding. I guarantee it. Okay. And it's going to be a whole thing because how could you possibly buy a house for someone to just live in? Like, without their input? That sounds perfectly Richard and Emily.
1: Yeah, because why would Richard and... Like, this is just why would ridiculous. They,
0: yeah, why like, would they ever they, move to Stars Hollow? They
1: visited Stars Hollow, like, once. Ever. Yeah. They came for, like, Rory's birthday And they came one other time.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure there has been like a wedding or something. I don't know. Some sort of event um, that they they ended up at. Uh, All right. So uh, later, Rory shows up and she talks for about five minutes about hot dogs. I don't even know what she's talking about. I just wrote, who knows? And that's when Lorelai breaks the whole news about uh, Richard and Emily. But Rory distracts her with a present, the Pan Am bag, and says uh, where she got it from. And Lorelai calls her out on it. It's a breach of trust and gets pretty upset about it. And good for her.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> because, yeah, that is just, no, don't do that. That, Of course, you know, it's too bad that her relationship with Luke is so fragile that she couldn't explain. Yes, I was talking to Rory like my, my best friend, the, 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 the my daughter who, who I am, I am, you know, I would trust with anything about something that's frustrating me. And then she did something immature and it's not my fault. It's too bad. She can't just say that's a Luke, but no, she's obviously very scared that this is going to mess things up and, uh, it causes her more grief. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a whole thing about them being exasperated about Final Destination. And does the movie make sense? I, I don't know. It makes sense to me.
1: <laughs> it's entertaining. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, she said. Lorelai is saying like you can't merchandise it. Yeah. Like, why does she care that you can't merchandise the Final <laughs> Destination?
2: Because they were obsessed with Lord of the Rings last season, and that all the merchandising from that maybe?
0: <laughs> I don't know You know
2: they did the Lord of the Rings Birthday party Yeah uh, that's true
0: You uh, can't
2: throw a Final Destination 3 Birthday party
0: And uh, yeah here we go Luke got a new bag Where did he get it from a- Anna's store Rory Rory of course, of course points us out uh, so, She recognized it <laughs> So Lorelai asks Luke about the bag and he's like, yeah, Anna sent it over, you know? And she's like, well, I could have bought you one. And, and then he says, is it going to bother you? And he's very kind about it. And she's like, no, of course not. And then she goes down to tell Rory that they are fine. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> Insecure. <laughs> Neurotic. And what was the other one? Emotional. Emotional. That's right. <laughs> And then Rory finally goes home to Logan, and he's like, "Where the hell have you been?" And he's really worried. He calls. He's he, nobody's answering, and he she didn't leave a note. She never. And uh, and he's like, "Is everything okay?" And she says, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm just like, "Oh, these two. Ah!
1: So wait a minute. How did you make the connection between "I'm okay," "You're okay," and F I N E fine?
0: Because they both said they're fine.
1: Oh, okay. And okay.
0: th- that is such like code for like not fine. <laughs> like not uh-huh. fine is never fine. All right. Um, and in keeping of tradition, I named the next chapter: "Laney's Got a Bum." Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, I, I, that uh, the actual title is the No Drama Engagement because there's no drama here. Um. Okay. So the first thing we find out about in this subplot is apparently sock drawers are gay.
1: Mm-hmm. So, that's what they say.
0: So that's 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 a thing. Um, and Brian's like, "Oh, should I move out after the wedding?" And Zach's like, "No, no, no, you can stay." And then Lane's like, "No, no, wait a second, we're getting married. I want my own place." I was like, "Like that's the one bit of drama." And uh, and Zach realizes that he still has to talk to uh, Mrs. Kim. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but when Lane leaves to go to work, she doesn't go out the front door. <laughs> she goes left. <laughs> She, it, the front door is right, but for some reason she leaves, I don't know if there's a back door to this place, but she, she went that way. They never. Now see,
1: and I assumed it was a house, but no, it's an apartment.
0: I think they're back to their apartment. Aren't they back to their apartment?
1: Yes. Yes. It's an apartment, but I thought it was a house.
0: Oh, no. I thought it was like a downstairs. I mean, they didn't, they had like what one bedroom maybe for Lane.
1: Yes, one yeah. bedroom, and then the gas slept in the living room on uh, bug beds.
0: Right. So we go to Kim's Antiques. Zach shows up in a suit, tells her his intentions. You know, I'm going to marry your daughter. And um, mumbles some stuff about how she's smart, and then she's hot, but not hot in like a slutty way. Uh, and then he presents her with a letter of recommendation from his employer, a bank statement. But now Mrs. Kim is... Interested in his music
2: So As much as I dislike Lane And Zach and Zach in general I do like that Mrs. Kim Wants if they're going to be Together and she's going to support them I do like that she wants them both To like follow their passion And right, Okay I said earlier that Luke coming in was probably the funniest part But I actually <laughs> do like Lane or sorry not Lane Mrs. Kim and Zach like working on this song not like the process of it but like at the end when he's like we wrote a hit song (laughs) and they like you know he's really excited about and to tell Lane about how her mom helped him write a hit song like I do think that's kind of cute but yeah Yeah. but I don't know if it's the best part but it's nice that Mrs. Kim it might not be exactly what she wanted for Lane but it's nice that she's kind of on board and supporting it you know and Wants them both to be successful at their music.
0: I like a support of Mrs. Kim. Um, and, you know, somebody who's definitely got lanes back and is thinking about her.
1: Yes, that Mrs. Kim yeah. is now becoming a person yeah. instead of just such a stereotypical uh, caricature of a Korean mom. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, so so he's doing this all the time behind Lane's back and, and uh,
1: to Mrs. Kim, it looks like it's behind Lane's back, but really Lane knows that he's going to talk to Mrs. Kim.
0: Right. So yeah, this, this thing happened. So, so okay. She, he, he auditions the song to Mrs. Kim and she has him try it again and gives him advice on a chord to end on, which I didn't think was as good as the original one, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> And then you know he's super excited that they wrote a hit song together. I, I love that he's even like, "Hey, we should like w- work on some more things." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so Mrs. Kim brings him inside to propose. Mrs. Kim gives him her grandmother's ring, and then gives, and then uh, so it's it's so weird because it's just like, like I said, this is like the no drama engagement. I was like waiting for the, but he already he already proposed to me or. Or why, why are We're you just proposing doing, again? This is just
1: theatrics or, for Mrs. Kim.
0: Yeah, but there's no, like, Lane just kind of goes along with it. And there's no, like, mention from her, like, hey, that was weird. Or Nobody
1: cares. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> the the Paladinos the have given up. <laughs> it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> it's so weird. And then it's just like, I'll give you 15 minutes to discuss. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of that episode for that plot. I don't know if you guys have anything else for that episode.
2: Um, I mostly just said that like, like Luke talks to Lorelai about April, like all in the diner, like when he's talking about going on the trip, like he's talking at her about April, but he doesn't engage in conversation about April with her, which is kind of weird since, you know, they're going to be living together and theoretically April may be staying with them. I don't know. I Like and the fact that everybody else can meet and talk about April and Lorelai can't say anything is has just always been weird to me every time I watch these. Yeah, Lorelai's so like, uh uh-huh, hmm yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and then the only other thing is that they referenced when Lorelai says going, you're going to go with a whole bunch of Little Man Tates. I used to love that movie. So that always <laughs> makes me happy. Like, I love
0: that. Movie. But yeah.
2: that's like... The three things I wrote down about the episode was Rory being sneaky, Portia, and <laughs> Little Minty, Okay, <laughs> like it's not. Yeah, I have nothing to say. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> the next episode is called "The Real Paul Anka," and the first chapter I called Lorelei Continues to Lose Her Mind." So, yes,
1: I I thought Lorelei has a David Lynch experience. Yeah, why? Why?
0: I don't. Okay, so I'm going to read through what I, my notes on the dream, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. Uh, so she's walking through Stars Hollow with the real Paul Anka, and then but the,
1: she's telling she's telling Rory about her dream,
0: right? And then the dog runs in the road. Yeah, you know, like so. Paul Anka walks away, and all of a sudden he's a dog, and the dog is in the road. And then she goes to Dossie's, and the real Paul Anka is working. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. She goes where?
0: Dossie's.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's spelled deuces, but I, pronounced I deuces. write
0: the correct spelling, and I can't help but. Pl- I pronounce the word Doyle Jonathan on this show, so whatever. <laughs> that's that's hardly the worst pronunciation Listen, I have.
2: We we let it go when you say suki, or you say the way Do- that they say it on True Blood. Suki. <laughs> 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 okay. but, but yeah. <laughs> Not Dose is dose.
0: Uh, and so the singer's working at Dosey's and then she sees The dog upstairs giving a concert In Luke's apartment and then all of a sudden We go down to the diner and the singer is Sitting on Babette's lap And then all of a sudden we look out in the Middle of the street the dog is out there In the street looking in on them And then all of a sudden they both Meet in the street and then there's an Explosion and everything goes dark <laughs> So what does this Mean <laughs>
1: Nothing. It was just a reason to get the real Paul Anka on the show.
0: They named the show The Real Paul Anka. It's got to have some sort of significance to this episode. Nope.
2: nope. The whole time the dream was happening, I was just thinking, oh, he's from here. Let me look up what
1: the,
2: <laughs> uh, the cost of the houses on Paul Anka Drive are. They are like... <laughs> uh,
0: this is what I... Tried to surmise and trust me I did an internet search and anybody's in our Facebook group I, We'll see the, the review I found When I did the internet search It really in that review is just like Did Lauren Graham look at the script and just throw it Across the room at this point
1: <laughs> And
2: why did Paul Anka? Why would Paul Anka have agreed to do it <laughs> Maybe he really wanted to sit on Sally Strother's lap
1: Maybe <laughs> Just uh, a paycheck Just like oh I'm relevant again For 19-year-olds for a second.
0: I guess. Uh, So I thought the dream meant that this is – the real Paul Anka and the dog are two sides of Lorelai. The real Paul Anka would be Lorelai's like true feelings. Um, Like she wants to tell Luke she's not happy. She wants to have a relationship with April. And then there's the dog side, which maybe just be the side of her that just wants to be playful and loyal and pretend that nothing bothers her. And eventually they're going to like destroy each other. <laughs> That's the best that I can do with that. I, I, mm-hmm. I was like, why did they do this? And yeah, in their in that review that I, I posted, uh, the reviewer is just like clearly they're padding for time and this is just another example of it. And there is mm-hmm. a lot of that. Um, but you know, I just, I, what, what were they thinking? That's the best I can do. That's the best I can do.
1: They were thinking the Paladinos were (laughs) burnout and ready to go. I don't know. Yeah, I
0: I think there's a lot easier things to do though than to write these this weird, you know, dream sequence. I don't know. They, you know, it's so like it's so unique to the show that at least
2: it happened in a dream.
0: Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, the show being called, the the episode being called "The Real Paul Anka," I assumed he was going to show up in real life somehow later in the episode. Mm -hmm. So when he didn't, I was like, "So why did they name it that?" And I'm thinking, okay, so maybe the real Paul Anka is this Lorelai wanting to finally, you know, have have what she wants, you know, and have have a relationship with April or tell Luke what she wants to tell him. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Um let's start with the the chapter here. Uh again, Lorelai continues to lose her mind. Um so, so Luke is leaving Caesar in charge and uh he says, Oh yeah. Uh Luke tells Luke tells Caesar that he's gonna be fine. <laughs> and Caesar's like, don't tell him that. That's bad luck. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Kirk steps in, puts his hairnet on. and <laughs> Yeah, he's got a hairnet on him, <laughs> yeah. ready to it's go. his
2: favorite one. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Lorelai walks Luke out to the truck, and she's just smashing this bag <laughs> left and right, just trying yeah. to test how sturdy it is.
1: Because <laughs> Luke has plans. He's got, they're going to go to Philadelphia, and they're going to visit Jess and going to introduce mm, Jess to his
0: cousin. Jess gets to meet April.
1: Yeah, even Jess gets to meet April
0: mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah just Lorelai is so like Immature about this bag uh, You might not like the bag But maybe Luke likes like some of the things that are inside the bag I don't know um, We go to the Dragonfly Mrs. Kim shows up with the dress he, I love the whole thing where she's appalled that women ride horses Here
1: <laughs> <laughs> You let women ride side. horses
0: Yeah uh, Lorelai has prom a promise that it's side saddle uh, so yeah, she wants to dress altered, minor alterations. Here are Lane's measurements, and then Lorelai opens it and just like, <gasps> <laughs> uh, so in the streets, Lane finds Lorelai and says, "You need to accidentally destroy my dress." <laughs> uh, and during that conversation, in the reflection, Lorelai is stunned to see her parents walking around uh, Stars Hollow. And I'm like, okay, this episode she's going to find out that they're going to buy her house. But whatever. Uh, so Lane uh, says, yeah, they've been walking around all morning. They've been talking to Kirk. And then Lane tries bribing um, <laughs> bribing Lorelai with Hamiltons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go to a creepy no.
1: house. Hu- it's all about the Benjamins. <laughs> yeah.
0: We go to a creepy house where Kirk starts yelling, mask, mask. <laughs> and, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um
1: how timely!
0: Yep, the uh, the house is uh, just everything's wrong with it. There was a wicked ceremony. The, it's buried on a. It's got gray bones because it's buried on an Indian burial ground, or it's built on an Indian burial ground rather. Yada yada yada. Easy, easy, easy. Uh, <laughs> and then later, Lorelei happens upon Richard and Emily, who are like we're antiquing. And then Lorelai's like, "Well, let me help." And then they're like, "Oh, we have an appointment." And and then Lorelai tries walking them sh- through the streets, giving them Stop all this Robin. stuff. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I don't get it. I'm like, I, I, I don't understand. Um, I don't know. Are, is, she, is she thinking that if they're moving to Stars Hollow, that they're always going to be coming over and being in her business?
1: I guess that's what she thinks.
0: But it's just I so like I
1: don't know why anybody would think that this is happening right it's to happen it's not gonna happen
0: it's so dumb mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah she's just like sewer problems meth lab garbage smell yada 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 calls uh, taylor gropey mcgee say? like
1: yeah the mayor is gropey mcgee <laughs> carjack alley chop shop so lane is Selectman the same as
0: mayor <laughs> we don't know <laughs> we out don't know this out. <laughs> Yeah, when she it's mentioned that, I was mayor. like, "Aha, aha!" So we have another, and then all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh no, Taylor's the mayor!" Like, Wait, what? Did, in <laughs> yeah. the first season, there
2: was
1: a mayor. I yes, think, there? yeah, yeah. Okay. He did
0: the, the the reenactment thing. Oh
1: well.
0: <sighs> um,
1: it's against the law to disparage businesses in Stars Hollow. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> And good for Taylor, by the way. Just like now she just decides to walk around Taylor's store and talk tar- terrible about uh, the food there and all this stuff. And she's like, what? T- Taylor doesn't have to put up with that. You know, yeah, Taylor's got his faults, but come on. This is his place of business. Um, They go to Luke's. Lorelai's like, oh, we'll never get a table. And uh, she's with uh, she's with Richard at this point. Uh, Emily stormed out of uh, uh, dosies.
1: Thank
0: you. Uh, <laughs> and they find Emily playing cards with a, ki- with a kid. Uh, of course, we find out that she thinks it's April. And then she starts calling the kid it. <laughs> Why would I play cards if with it if there was no familiar connection? Familial connection. Yeah. Why
2: would you play cards with them even if there was? Ugh. But again, this is... Lorelei needs to hear this. That you... Well, I don't. I think that Laura Knight needs to hear this and she needs to talk to Luke about April.
1: Yeah. Right. Emily starts going on about how, you know, Lorelai, you're going to start a life with Luke and you're not expected to be in this kid's life. You know, you need to put your foot down. You need to do something about this.
0: Yeah, I know. She puts it as, I can't believe Luke is letting you get away with this. <laughs> you're just like, oh, perfect. Perfect way of Emily to see the situation because it, it, it's more like... Uh, Lorelai's letting Luke get away with this, and uh, yet at the end of the episode, in this beautiful musical moment of I don't know, like uh, rebel rebellious music, I don't know, Lorelai throws her coffee at the at Mrs. Kim's uh, family dress. I'm just like, you know what? I don't know if I'm cool with that. (laughs) I don't think that's badass or 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 funny. I I just think it's like, well,
1: she was she was siding with with Lane. But in the end mm-hmm.
0: is Mrs. Kim's dress. She should have just said, "Sorry, I I can't do that, Lane. She's hired me to do a job and uh, and if you have a problem with the dress, you should just tell your mother that. Like you're about to get married. You can actually have an honest conversation with your mother now." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But
2: but I mean it's not like I mean the dress is fine. Like it's still very conservative and you know and she and she doesn't charge Mrs. Kim she does it as a gift, so.
0: I know, but it's just one thing to, like, alter a dress, but to, like, v- you know, out and out ruin it. I-, I just thought it was.
2: But she didn't ruin it because there was so much extra fabric.
0: I guess. Maybe she threw coffee on the first couple of layers.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess I just think in, like, an episode where so much is terrible, that's maybe one of the least terrible
0: things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: just took that she was sodden with, lung. yeah.
0: Uh, next chapter I call, are they bonded yet? How long has it been? Uh, okay. So <laughs> I know this, this trip, this,
1: uh, school trip has went on for like how many of three episodes? <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. We're not only sending Luke away for one episode. He's going to be gone for the, you know, the rest of the season. Almost. I don't know. I don't know how the next two episodes go, but no, he comes back. He comes back. Right. Uh, so that he, he I don't know. All right. So, um, yeah, yeah. At the school, Luke and April meet up. Uh, she gives him this whole ongoing joke about the mnemonic devices to remember names. Um, I don't think I've ever used that before. Unless it like really uh, made sense. Like- a mnemonic
1: I- device? Yeah. I think it was just showing how out of... A fish out of water Luke was And how right. he was nervous And he wasn't going to take nice clothes But once he got on the field trip With the other parents He regretted not having nice clothes
0: Yeah they <laughs> and, thought he was the school bus driver <laughs> 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 Yeah I like the the Star Trek reference though She calls them the grups as The grups is, is a, From a Star Trek episode called uh, Miri But whatever, and then she says something about how the one of the teachers does a borderline racist Chris Rock impersonation, and I've called this out before about uh, uh, mirroring between The Office and Gilmore Girls, and before it was like, did Steve Carell watch Gilmore Girls and take that joke about the suit that somebody's buried in? Um, This actually, there's the Michael Scott does a. Uh, very racist <laughs> Chris Rock impersonation in the episode diversity day, which actually aired a year before this episode aired. So this time you can say mm. that they cribbed from the office. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, all right. Uh, so yeah. Hey Luke, my friends want to know who you are. Go ahead and tell them that's Luke. <laughs> uh, apparently her teacher's name, Mr. Munster. So that, and, and that's his real name. uh da, 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 da.
2: I did like them singing the periodic table. It took me back to undergrad because <laughs> our chemistry professor would give you like bonus points if you got up in front of the class. I did not do it, but um, if <laughs> yeah. you got up and sang the periodic, table animaniacs, in front of right? the whole class.
0: That's animaniacs. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Luke bonds with Apple Brown, Betty, Freddy over baseball and April is not very enthused about it. And we find out later that she actually likes Freddie and he's, and is not, is not happy when he, he keeps calling him Betty (laughs) and, uh, tells him not to sit next to her so much. So, uh, we go to truncheon books. Um, this is kind of part of the book stuff where obviously we got, we got another part to talk about, but, um, Yeah, so here's Jess. Jess is here. He's got a book, bookstore, book press, something. I don't know. Oh no, they make zines. I don't even know what this place is. Like, there's.
1: It is like a creative environment. They have art. They have the spoken word. They have the book. (laughs) It's a.
0: Oh, God. Creative
1: atmosphere. When and they I, live upstairs heard, and you don't want to see what goes on. You don't want to see that. That's I heard
2: thing. they're so pretentious and it's like they all speak Cape Side. <laughs> they're all talking like, who talks like that but the other teenagers in Cape Side. I mean, I guess they're early yeah. 20s,
0: but. Ugh. Oh, God. When the guy started doing yeah. spoken word, I was like, oh, God, that's spoken word. <laughs> She's like, I, that is so like. I, you know, I, I assume that still goes on now, but, but I'm just so over that as a, as a, uh, art medium. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jess meets April and, uh, she notes that men in his family aren't very chatty. Uh, oh yeah. You guys mentioned the, the apartment. I I love the fact that Jess has an upstairs apartment from his business too. Uh, that was funny. Uh, there's this whole joke about one of the guys being picked on because he keeps proposing a bar that I, I think – I was like, are we – am I – is this – like this is like a Colin Finn moment. I'm like, I don't care about these two people. I, <laughs> like, who cares? Why are they talking Nobody. about this stuff?
2: Nobody cares.
0: Nobody cares. Uh, so Jess uh, – Oh yeah, Luke introduces. Uh, Rory shows up. We're, we'll talk about more about her, but Luke. I love how Luke first introduces her as an old friend, and then he says, "Actually, she's the daughter of my fiance."
2: Doesn't he say the daughter of the woman I'm with?
0: Oh, really? He's, I thought he said yeah. fiance. Yeah.
2: Doesn't say fiance.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <sighs>
1: Something like that. So,
2: and then April's like so awkward. <laughs>
1: You have a, you have a nice face. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: then I like this whole moment with Jess giving Luke the check and Luke saying he's proud of him and. Oh, and, or
2: she says it's complicated. Sorry.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah, sorry. Go, with Jess.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, so it's yeah,
1: almost uh, like Luke can only do. It's like Luke cannot multitask it's like he can only do one female person at a time he can only he can only have a daughter or he can have a fiance but he can't have both at one time he can't deal with the complexities of two female human beings at one time but doesn't he consider
2: rory to be like a daughter like
0: i think so yeah
2: like he acts like i don't understand why it's so hard and like well, whatever. We can talk about this later because I yes. have questions for you guys since I don't have kids. But
0: there's more on this yeah. later. Uh, but yeah, Luke offers to uh, leave the groups to hand out pamphlets on Amish country and gives April a sweater. And April says to her friend that Luke is so over- overprotective, and uh, and Luke kind of smiles about that. So
1: yeah, because it's like a. Um... She's she's complaining about him, but she's kind of glad that he's, yeah. you know, giving her all that attention.
0: Yes. All right. So then, last chapter of this episode I called Miss Self-Destruction. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Rory is home. Wearing
1: a brown dress that is not her usual costume.
0: When she comes home late? Or no, she was late home. She wakes up and messed up R- Logan's alarm or something, so she could sleep in. And yeah, uh, she
1: was up late studying the night before. Yeah, she's wearing this brown dress that is just not uh, not the typical Rory costume.
0: Did not notice. Uh, either. Uh, maybe this is a like this is the evil Rory. <laughs> this is this her passive aggressive Rory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, At the news – yeah, yeah. She barely gives uh, Logan a kiss before leaving and Logan is left sad. And uh, at the newsroom, Paris is working and she has fruit flies in a jar on her desk. I don't know. Um,
2: Every science or every biology undergrad does that experiment. But you don't take the flies home with you. (laughs) You have to go into the lab like everybody else after hours and put your flies to sleep and count them.
1: We all did it. How do you put your flies to sleep with, like, formula? Oh, there's this
2: gas. You put the gas in the, well, this is how we did it. We had them in test tubes. And then you put the gas into the test tube and they all fall asleep. And you dump them out onto this, um, like, plate that the gas diffuses from and keeps them asleep. So you can count them and see who has red eyes, who has white eyes. And then you count them and then you put them back in your in the test tube and you come back and they've multiplied and had babies because that's what they do. And then you count them again. It's to track their genetics of their eye color. I'm sure every biology undergrad has done this experiment.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, Logan walks in. Uh, speaking of biology experiments, he's wearing his Frankenstein jacket. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, Rory does this whole meme thing where she like, took his article and just rewrote it and used all the sources but and it's like I'll give you a you know, I'll share a byline with you, or whatever you is that what you want, you know, and and uh he just says he's not happy and he and he knows that Rory isn't happy with him. Um but yeah, nothing gets resolved there. Rory comes back to Logan's place and sees the boys are over, they're drinking, um and they're planning their penultimate slash super ultimate Life and Death Brigade event which is parachuting over a cliff in Costa Rica and rafting down the San Juan River to a big party and uh, Rory's like hey that, that doesn't sound like a you know a really smart idea and Logan just immediately like just like snaps at her because you're
1: embarrassing me yeah
0: says she's pissing on the fun and uh, and the boys are like uh, yeah we're gonna go <laughs> And, uh, and he says that, yeah, he, he, she embarrassed him and it's not her business. And, um, and that he's like, I know you haven't forgiven me. And then he goes out to the pub. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is Logan just, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, he's being a jerk, but it's almost like he's just being beaten down constantly by Rory and her attitude. And it's just like, if you're not really w- willing to forgive him, Don't just sit there and like, uh, I've, I've moved back in to punish you. I I just don't think that's really productive. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, yeah. uh, Well,
1: I mean, like he demanded her come back. So she came back (laughs) and she's going to show him I'm back.
0: I know, but it's like, I don't know. I think she seemed to say that she accepted his apology, you know, and it seemed to be like, okay, okay. You know, I don't know. So Logan packs a bag and goes off on his trip to zero fan, fanfare where he just like doesn't say goodbye or like he just doesn't even look at her, walks out. And then she gets an invite from Jess and is like, yay. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. So she goes to the bookstore. And yeah, that's what I wrote down. Oh, boy, we've got spoken word. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she says this place is inspiring and then after all that she uh just sends his buddies off to the bar to have a little seat with Rory cuz uh he's got a feeling that you know she's here to for a little romance uh, cuz she's just kind of hanging out and waiting um you know or she could just be here to chat with him more i don't know he tries he tries a kiss on her and uh and she accepts it but then she backs off and apologizes and, uh, yeah, she admits she, she came here to use him to cheat on Logan. And Jess rightfully says, I don't deserve this. <laughs> Which, it's like, thanks a lot for, for using our worst. relationship to yeah. to get back at Logan.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was nice. My little Ventimiglia guested in a great spot where he was, where he questioned, you know, Rory, what are you doing Right. This is it right. You should be at Yale. But now he's back again. It's like, why? Why are you back? Just, I mean, it's interesting that Luke was so excited to introduce the cousins to each other and... Uh, you but know. that
2: played out exactly how it would if you were introducing a twelve-year-old to a twenty-two-year-old. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> i i think uh, i think if anything, Milo came back to get that final scene with Luke, where he gives him the check, and you know, I don't yeah. know, it, it might yeah. might have felt a little bit like, you know, oh, that's a good closure on my character, but then to mm-hmm. just have him get, I don't know, he's just, she thinks so little of him that she's going to use him. To, to cheat on Logan. like I would just be like yeah uh see ya <laughs> don't come back uh because he's he's always you know he, he the last time they left it and like they he had a thing for her still you know and uh he think he thinks so much of her of her opinion of him and uh it meant so much to him that she liked his book and praised him and all that so I don't know um, yeah, she, and then she's like, Oh, I'm in love with Logan, <laughs> I just realized. And <laughs> uh, apologizes, and uh, he says, "It It's what it is with them, and then he says, She can lie and say they did something, but I guess she doesn't. Um, and that's it for that episode, just cruising through these. <laughs> Uh, I Get a Sidekick Out of You is the wedding episode, and much like the uh, Vineyard Valentine episode, it's really just one long, continuous shot here. Not continuous shot specifically, but one long, continuous story. Uh, so I didn't divide it into chapters. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, uh, we start with the Kim family preparing food. They freak out when they see Lane, and Mrs. Kim wants Lane to stay upstairs. She's too distracted to these family members. She's take out of work. And, uh, and then Lorelei brings a dress and Lane says that Zach needs a matching blindfold. Mrs. Kim steps away and then comes back looking faint, saying she doesn't remember Lorelei came with the dress. And that's it for this part, by the way. Uh, I was like, what's happening here? So guys, should I be worried <laughs> or should, was this just like a, something that was weird that they did? Like, was this a joke?
2: No, it's, she got the phone call that her mom was coming.
0: Oh, okay. See, when someone doesn't remember somebody suddenly, like, you think there's something going on with her.
2: Because nobody can have a good relationship with their mother except for Rory and Lorelai. So, you know, Mrs. Kim must be going, must go into a catatonic state when she realizes that her mother is coming. And she's so freaked out. And has to change her house that you know, because the Paladinos have zero original ideas. <laughs> April is a little nerd, Anna is basically Lorelai light, and now Mrs. Kim and her mom also have a horrible relationship where she has to hide everything just like Lorelei did when or Emily did, I mean, when the Rainy or the first Lorelei came to her house and she had to get all the stuff back and put it in Yeah,
0: Emily. yeah. Yep, yep, oh yeah. Same thing, same thing. See, when they do something like that, I thought, oh, God, they've made Mrs. Kim endearing, and now they're going to kill her. (laughs) (laughs) Those bastards. It's not a
1: weeding (laughs) show. I know. Well, see, my husband thought the same thing. He was like, what is wrong with her mentally Yeah, that she's just so checked out? I was like, did you not see her mother's coming? And she's so distracted by the fact that her mother's coming that – she can't deal with anything
0: else. Yeah, and that she's fine with this new dress, or not the new dress, but the way it
1: mm-hmm.
0: is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, then Lorelai walks out, and Mrs. Kim rushes out and says, "You got to come to the wedding with a man, and Kirk okay. does not count."
1: Okay. Who saw this? I mean, a mile away. Like
0: oh, as soon as I saw a special guest star. <laughs> Yeah. What's his name? You're like,
1: (laughs) you're like, uh, Luke is out of town. Something must, something's got to happen between Lorelai and Christopher.
0: Well, thank goodness. Nothing actually really does happen. Um, Mm -hmm. of course it doesn't really get specifically talked about with Luke. Uh, so who knows? Maybe that's a, a shoe that gets to drop later. Like, yeah, he tucked me in (laughs) and then he fell asleep in our bedroom. Uh
1: luckily the whole town is already lying about yeah, it. Yeah, the whole town is gonna lie to Luke about this uh so. this occurrence.
0: Just the worst people and the worst relationships. Uh anyway, uh okay, so uh newsroom, Paris wrote two articles, who cares? Uh Ricky Lindholm says they're going to Costa Rica dressed as natives. Uh
1: Yeah. You you know, you only have this limited time where a girl can wear a coconut bra right,
0: right and rory's like oh no i can't go i gotta go to the wedding and i was like if she drops Lane to go make up with logan i'm gonna be so mad <laughs> luckily that doesn't happen that's just to remind us i guess that this is going on you know while she's at the wedding
2: <laughs> my note is literally for the newsroom oh rory said Audi. Like, she's Audi, but the subtitle said Audi like a car. So that's where I'm at in this episode.
0: (laughs) Uh, At the Dragonfly, uh, Michelle has been asked to be Lorelai's date. Uh, And uh, I was so happy to see Michelle doing a little bit something different here. You know, he's he's so happy to be the date and, you know, and and she's going to have to be perfect to be with him. And and he's an amazing dancer and starts showing off his moves. Yes,
1: he's a Swifty. Yeah, it's so much different. It's going to shake it off.
0: You know, this is like, this is the, this is just like when, uh, like Michelle's mom, uh, came to visit, you know, just something a little different, a little bit more color to him. Then I am so annoyed at everything that is going on around me. Uh,
2: such a Frenchman. I love it.
0: (laughs) Uh, so, uh. Yeah, Chris calls. He says he bought Rory a sidekick and wants to make sure Lorelai's okay with that. And he also says, "Hey, just in case you're wondering about the other plot, uh, Gilmore Girls is under control."
1: Oh yeah. Oh, he miraculously turned her from a spoiled brat into a good kid in like
0: no time. Yeah, he just said no. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do.
1: Great parenting.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. He must have watched (laughs) Super Nanny.
0: uh yeah yeah so like you guys said uh mrs kim is hiding all the things and bringing in all the buddhist things and uh grandma kim arrives there's a lot of korean but you can tell she's kind of grossed out by something and then they have to do 108 bows Uh, because
2: she like walks around the same way as like when lorelei's grandmother comes to her house in stars hollow like it's exactly the same yeah
0: yeah Uh, Well, I wanted to mention that they do 108 bows so the hatch doesn't blow up.
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, it is cute that (laughs) Mrs. Kim had to get Lane to hide the Bibles and the crucifixes under the floorboards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like ironic. It's cute, but only slightly interesting.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, so Bachelorette Party, Uh, it starts at Dosey's. Um, yeah. they're going to the bookstore to watch American gigolo, which young girls, let me tell you, get excited to watch American gigolo. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, we see Keanu rise and she's stripped down to her Avril Lavigne shirt. Uh, and, uh, uh, one girl actually does start puking. So at least somebody's partying. It, it's so funny. It's like. Rory, Lorelai, Sookie – it's like Lane, her best friend, her best friend's mom, her best friend's mom's best friend, <laughs> and three strangers <laughs> are hanging out together. <laughs> and uh, and then the bachelor party uh, intersects with them and it's like Zach, Brian, Gil, and four dudes <laughs> <laughs> that we've never seen before. Uh, and so they end up going to Brian's aunt's house to party with them after trying to keep their party separate.
1: OK. I just have to say –
0: i know wow that really a lot of that a lot happened there yeah uh,
1: boring <laughs> i mean i mean can you just say phoning it in
0: so what, do we, what what should we do for the uh the big wedding episode well i don't know we got to do the bachelor party and the bachelorette party too so let's just kind of like i don't know what do you want dosi's is a place let's just have him go to the supermarket and i don't know oh yeah we should do another scene by the bandstand just have him walk around there for a bit (laughs) and then uh go to somebody's house we've never seen before okay cool (laughs) uh big wedding episode uh michelle can't go to the wedding he's got front row tickets to celia and dion can you blame him come on uh (laughs) I mean, you know, it's Celine. Uh So uh, Lorelai is feeling a bit of pressure where she could just be like, hi, Mrs. Kim, I'm an adult woman and I can just do things that I wanted that I'm OK with doing. And if you really don't want me to be there without a gentleman, uh, I can just not go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Lane really
2: wants her there. I
0: guess. But, you know. So who's in charge? Was, would Lane be upset if he did? If she showed up without a gentleman?
1: Well, you know, when she was there waiting for Christopher, there were the Korean men.
0: Oh, they're always yeah. Yes. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, I mean, I don't know why Lorelai gives two flips what these strangers think of her, right. but.
2: I Apparently think she just she doesn't does. want to cause problems for Lane on her wedding.
0: Right. Uh, Zach and Lane arrive in traditional garb. Grandma Kim starts getting super irritated about something and goes to What's the What's funny to
1: me is how Grandma Kim and Mrs. Kim look like the exact same age. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They 're bellowing at each other while uh, well the, sorry, the universal sounds of family are yeah,
1: I love that we don 't get any cur- we don 't get any subtitles for this Korean <laughs> yeah. it is, it's just we know what they're saying yeah, she's on
2: Netflix she's, it, it had the subtitles, but it was Korean. I was like, this does not help me, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and then Grandma Kim leaves at a cab and Mrs. Kim bows profusely and then turns and says, go." Uh, and it's this point where I'm like, well, why couldn't have Lorelai just been told to arrive late? And like, hey, just so you know, we're doing this kind of fake wedding for the grandma and we're going to have.
2: Because like, then they couldn't have shown them running and talk about 58 seats and
0: 62 Koreans. Oh, my gosh. Get the seat. Who You might have to stand during a ceremony for somebody. Oh, And uh, yeah, Miss Patty's there. She staked her seats out all night. She, she apparently she spent the night at the church, I guess. Yeah. She did, you yeah, She was like
1: carrot sticks.
0: Yep, she is there without her gentleman. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she is uh,
2: married to the business that they call the show. <laughs> that,
0: that is true. Uh, so yeah, Mrs. Kim then takes land aside to talk about the wedding night. You're oh, going to have to do terrible things.
1: Yes, it's going to begin early. It's going to begin, and during the ceremony, you're going to be expected to kiss him. It and sucks.
2: Always a punishment on this show.
0: <laughs>
1: and you know, maybe you that you'll be lucky like me and only have to do it once. Like, was she saying that she only had to have sex once yep. and got pregnant with Lane?
0: Yep. Or that's the once. only time she had to have sex was the time that she got pregnant with Lane, and um, I guess it must have been the wedding night. Uh, yeah.
2: Or maybe not a punishment, but there's always some negative, like, like you have sex, you get pregnant. You have sex, you think you might be pregnant. like. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So is
1: Amy Sherman Palladino like an old woman? <laughs> or is this did this is this a mandate down from the network saying that <laughs> we have to we have to be traditional and be be a show that grandmothers and daughters and granddaughters can all watch together. Or oh, or 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 what? What? Why I, don't is know. I, so I think puritanical.
0: That, I think they're joking about the puritanical nature of yeah, Mrs. Kim, you know, so they're another. not being puritanical. Uh, the joke is that, you know, Mrs. Kim uh is very strict with the her chastity and all that, you know. Um yeah. So one of the big plots for Lane and Zach is that uh they did not. I mean, if you could say they're this this show is puritanical at all. Okay, the reason. Uh, so 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 we're sorry. It's hard for me to spit out what I'm trying to say. Apparently, they are getting married, and there was a subplot last season, I believe, where they were going to have sex, and Lane's like, "No, I can't have sex until I'm married." And so they get married and there's no discussion about like, so let's uh, go do this, you know, and they kind of rush off into another room or something, something quick like that. You know, I don't expect to see a Lane and Zach sex scene on the show, (laughs) but uh, it's so funny that it's not even commented on. Like, this is it. it That's all it's commented on.
1: Like, it was a surprise to her that her mother's um, morals really stuck with her. That she... Really uh, absorbed that and that she was not going to, uh, you know, be sex, drugs, and rock and roll like <laughs> she was. Like.
0: Yeah. I mean we had more discussion about Rory and Dean having sex between Rory and Lane. Like we don't even get Lane like talking to Rory like, hey, guess what happened last night? <laughs> it was great or I can't believe that happened. I'm never doing it again and I'm pregnant. This <laughs> week. Something. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so uh, the ceremony begins and Lane, Lane, it looks so pretty. Um, And Lorelai remembers when Rory and Lane met in kindergarten. And um, Christopher mentions here that Rory could be the next to get married. Not
1: Lorelai. Lorelai won't be the next person to get married. She's Uh, never
0: getting married. Yeah, yeah. Oh, imagine if my daughter got married before me. Um, So. uh, When they're leaving the uh, church, uh
1: Kirk is helping Miss Patty out with her cooler and her sleeping bag. I
0: didn't even notice that. Yeah. At this point, I was like, I guess the reception is in the street. (laughs) Okay. Yes.
1: It's very fast. You know the yeah. kimchi, all the kimchis they made. Uh, they're serving, and all of the Koreans are getting out of town all at one time, and it's There's over. And Mrs. Dog Kim, mat, is, doggy is, bags. Yes, I Ms.
2: appreciate a quick ceremony
1: <laughs> <and> reception. <laughs> Mrs. Kim is exhausted. She's going to bed. She's going to put in her earplugs so she doesn't hear anything that goes on outside tonight.
2: Again, yeah. like being supportive in the way that she can. Like I'm like, how did Mrs. Kim turn into be? Aside from the fact that's going, the stuff that's going on with her mother, but how did Lane and Mrs. Kim's relationship suddenly become like a good, supportive relationship?
0: I guess it's just Lane finally standing up for herself.
2: (sighs) I guess. (laughs) Whatever you say. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I just think it's great that she is supportive of them because, like. Don't you feel like in the earlier seasons, like, it would have been like she was cut off or something? I don't know. I just feel like there's been a lot of growth there. And at least at least that's one bright, shining spot in these episodes. Kimmy. Right, right. I'm grasping at straws. <laughs> there's, there's at least something.
1: Yeah, that Mrs. Kim starts to act like a human being instead yeah. of a Korean mother caricature.
0: So, uh, Kirk Lachie. pulls pulls up with the uh, yummy bartenders busts out the beers uh zach puts his gown back on and lorelei removes uh the length of uh, lane's dress so she's got like a party dress on and then spoiled for me uh was it is the cake looks like zach and lane are in the white stripes and- sorry Got you know, Steph. I, I, I literally post online when I'm watching episodes. I let you know. I let everyone know, and nobody listens. Nobody cares.
1: Yeah, but what? <laughs> what did you think it was? Did you think? Did you was like, oh yeah, Lane and Zach are getting married. Is that yeah. what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: Sorry. I did. <laughs> I, don't I, why, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, what? Actually, wait. Wasn't the? Yeah, the proposal was before. Uh-huh. Or this batch of episodes, so I figured it was, like, their wedding. Something. So I, I I guess I could have put it together that it was a cake. that I thought it was some sort of, like, funny thing that was mocked up for their wedding. I don't know. Anyway, uh, love the White Stripes, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Brian dances with Keon. That romance is going on in the background constantly.
2: Uh, Again? <laughs> yeah. Just the same story over.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, I was going to ask you guys, have you, have you seen the video that the person who does, who played Keon did about being cast as the token Asian? Cause
0: Mrs. Kim's definitely no. in it. Oh no. Okay, I'll
2: post, I'll post it to the group.
0: Yeah. Just make sure there's no spoilers. I, I I'd, I'd love the, to see if, it. If
2: there's nothing to do with Gilmore. I mean, Oh no, it's, No, it's about her like cast getting cast in Hollywood as the token Asian.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There's a whole ongoing thing about uh, Suki and Jackson worrying about the babysitter being drunk. Of course, they got. She's too perfect. Yeah, it's too perfect. Well, Uh, I mean,
1: like they know Rory. Like, if you know Rory, then you can expect that there are people out there who are just so perfect (laughs) that there's nothing wrong with them that they can do no wrong.
0: But. Like, that's something that Rory, only Rory owns. Like, everybody else is flawed standing next to Rory, right? Like,
1: Uh, nobody's
0: that perfect. Uh, (laughs) There's also an ongoing uh, side plot here about uh, the sidekick. And Christopher ends up giving uh, the sidekick that he's constantly texting Rory. And now he's giving it to Lorelai. Because, of course, you know, Lorelai would love to text uh, Rory at any time.
1: Oh, so. let me tell you, having a daughter with a phone, like it is just all I could do to not constantly text her and say, where are you at? What are you doing? What are you thinking about? What's going on? Who are you <laughs> with? Where, who are you talking to? Like, I just want to do that constantly. And if I can, you know, restraining myself, is yeah. just all I can do. I don't know
2: what it would have. I mean, I had a. <laughs> Phone, I think, in third year, second or third year of university. Sorry, college.
1: Mm-hmm. You um, just say
0: the university or my university. It's just so um, weird when Canadians and 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 they say university. It is so weird. I don't know why it is. Well,
1: it's but it's like being in hospital.
0: We yeah, say being in
1: the. We say being in the hospital, and British <laughs> say in hospital.
0: Like if you said like I was at uh, uh, Yale University, I'd be like, okay, you don't need to say the before it. But then it's like university is like a name; it makes it sound like it's a name. Anyway, I,
2: guess. I mean, so well, I'm really not that picky.
0: College, <laughs> anyway,
2: it's just like trade school. But like, I just mean like when I first moved away, mm-hmm. like I, I moved like three or three provinces away. You mean and states? So like-
0: just kidding. Just. kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, you know, like, I talked to my mom, like, maybe twice a week on the phone. But then by the end, by, like, fourth year, like, we talked maybe once a week. Maybe. But I guess we did. Everybody had, like, MSN Messenger. So maybe we right. texted there. But
0: yeah, why even now, we...
2: like, my mom just got data on her phone, like, two months Uh-oh. ago. Like, <laughs>
0: Why aren't Rory and Lorelai like on each other's AOL buddy lists? Or is that this too late after that? I
1: feel like this is MSN messenger.
0: Yahoo messenger. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah.
1: If my child didn't live in the house with me, I would never
0: hear from her. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, uh, oh yes. Okay. So
1: also Rory has her Mrs. Maisel coat again and ah, I hope she uh-huh. had it dry cleaned after Duel was drunk wearing it.
0: <laughs> Flash
1: when him and Paris got busy
2: on it. Yes.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Rory takes a pic of her parents, Sookie and Jackson and Lane and Zach all together. And then she shows the picture and Lorelai is surprised to see, back backtrack and sees a picture of her and April. And she's like, oh, no, it was a coincidence. And Lorelai, of course, says... It's fine. <laughs> uh all right, so then Hep Alien plays I'm a Believer, which is cool because Shrek and Princess Fiona just got married. Uh... Uh, at what point does
1: Brian and Keon make out?
0: Oh I didn't even see that. That happened? Yes.
1: Yeah, they were like playing tonsil hockey.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. well good for Brian and Keon. <laughs> uh I mean, wait, is I think Brian might be too old for her, right? Is she still in high school?
2: But they're awesome. only
1: like 21 or 20. I mean, I don't know. You know, they're like college age.
0: Uh, okay. All right. Plus, in real I, life, thought... she's
2: probably
1: 28.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kirk announces that he fired all the bartenders and uh, some woman is there screaming at him. I don't even know what's going on here. That's
1: Lulu. Lulu is screaming. Oh, is that screaming. Lulu? Yes, because he's mad at Lulu because she... I don't know. I I I see Lulu
0: so little that I don't recognize her. So, and we only saw, I was like, we're seeing the back of this woman and I'm like, who is that? Who is yelling at him? Uh, so, uh, Christopher wants Rory to know that he approves of Logan, you know, just in case. And then Brian steps up to do his toast. Uh, he tells the truth. Something is very, very wrong with Lane. And it's true. I, I agree with him. Um, then Rory does a toast, and boring. that's underscored by Lorelai and Christopher getting tagged, and they're toasting her back. And uh, then Rory has a whole letter from Lane about a kid having exceptional ears that she crushed on.
1: Does well, Rory basically, really
2: giving speeches because didn't she give, have to give speeches at Chilton
1: all the time? I mean,
2: that's yeah, right.
0: she hates it. Yeah, she I mean, deba- I feel
1: like we see we see Rory in up on a podium all the time.
0: Right, right. Well, you know, maybe if she had somebody up there to debate with. <laughs> but
1: basically this is all like we've heard Lorelai say, you know, I remember the day I met uh Lane, first day of kindergarten. I was so glad that, you know, Rory had a friend and uh, Then Rory told, read the, the letter from elementary yes. school and blah, blah, blah. I'm bored to death. Uh,
0: and it leads then, up to.
1: <laughs> then Lorelai is, you know, she's got the liquid courage going through her veins. And she gets up there and starts talking about, you know how much she loves Lane. And then it turns into getting married is very difficult. It's really hard to get married. (laughs) I will never get married. My kid will be married. My grandkid will be married before I ever get married. I'm never getting married. It ain't happening for me. June 3rd is the date.
0: I'm definitely not getting married. Yeah.
1: Nobody saves the date for June 3rd. I'm thinking about calling (laughs) the yummy bartenders and telling them that I will not need their services on June the 3rd.
0: Who else had eight shots of tequila? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Christopher and Rory escorted her off the stage. And side side note here, we hear like in, I think <laughs> in the next episode about all the different things Lorelai did during yes. that night. All right, so they escorted her off the stage and let her continue doing all this really weird and wacky no, stuff.
1: No, no, they didn't no,
0: just bring her home. No. no like, <laughs> I thought this was the time when they were like, "Yeah, let's get her out of here." Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, Christopher carries Lorelai in, Rory makes coffee, but then she gets a call that Logan is in the hospital, and in uh, the hospital, she is in. Ho- he is in hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, sorry, John. <laughs> uh, That's okay.
2: We say in the hospital here. I think. <laughs> Luckily, I have not been in the hospital very often.
0: Um, Christopher takes Lorelai to bed And then later she wakes up To a phone call from Luke And realizes that Christopher crashed on the love seat And he gets up and leaves And uh, there's no drama there There's no There's no no repercussions as far as I know Uh, Everything's cool I, you know Yeah Good times It's like, Mm -hmm. oh my god, all this dramatic potential And then just, you know, whatever but maybe they just didn't want I mean, to go there again.
1: Yeah, maybe, but they're this going... all pays, maybe this all pays off in the penultimate and the uh, finale of the season. Who the, knows? the
0: super ultimate finale? Super cool party, people!
1: Which is really weird. Okay, it's really weird. Okay, that Suki is telling Lorelai all those, you know, like you said, all those things that she supposedly did. Yeah. The night before, because Lorelai has a hangover at the... Uh, in the next day, and then uh, Suki is saying, You know, super cool party people is what you were telling people as they were leaving.
0: Yeah, uh, limbo competition, poker game, uh, America's next was, talk model audition.
1: She was playing limbo with somebody's uncle's cane. Yes, is he okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, All which right.
1: really, super cool party people is. I mean, yes, it is in reference to what happened in the previous episode, Sorry, but it's also there we're having a birthday party.
0: Right, right. Uh, but first, Weird. let's do Weird. this. Let's do the, the, the let's get the other stuff out of the way. I call this chapter Ace Bandage. Uh, <laughs> so this is at the hospital. Uh, Rory arrives. Uh, Logan, she finds out, is in serious but stable condition and and uh colin colin finn one of them both of them uh they say oh yeah he opened his shoot late and oh man he was so cool and uh we're gonna adopt logan to spare him the grief that's good and it's all jokes and everything and rory just like you know yells what is at them.
1: wrong with you people
0: and finally uh, and it's like yeah what 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 the heck <laughs> <laughs> I don't know are they are they really used to the, having a friend of theirs this badly messed up <laughs> like uh I don't know, so she tells them they are useless and tells them to go home, so good, uh, please don't come back, uh, they'll probably come back uh,
2: but then doesn't later she say that they're like bringing her stuff or something?
0: oh I didn't, but so she remember. didn't
1: really send them, yeah, they're bringing her things from home. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh yeah, so the doctor can't get into specifics with Rory. So Rory calls because she's
1: not because she's not family.
0: Not family, yeah. Rory calls Paris and uh Paris starts asking her medical questions because she's pre med, remember? And uh
2: except for she
0: wouldn't have taken any med school or courses in pre med.
2: That's
1: just regular biology, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And also, like I said, people who are trying to get into medical school don't have time to be on a paper that they're not going to use in the future because they're trying to study to make straight A's to have the highest GPA possible to get into med school. Right. Uh,
2: Actually, though, on the MCAT, you do have to write – because I wrote the MCAT. You do have to write essays. So it actually would help being a good writer because you have to read stuff and write write stuff because when I was studying for optometry school – the optometry prep course was offered online, and I didn't want to do it online because I was already taking courses online. So I took the MCAT prep course in person instead because it was pretty similar. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do have to write stuff. So maybe not be on the paper, I guess, but you do have to like be well-rounded and be able to write
1: coherently.
0: mm mm-hmm. So I guess Paris calls the doctor and screams at him to get. Yeah, like
1: yeah, you see, she Rory hangs up with Paris. Then you see the doctor in the background answer the phone.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. what do you think she said to him to get him to tell her? And also, how did she get
2: to the doctor? (laughs) How did she get through? The well, she argued with the,
0: the do- She argued with the nurse until she got the doctor. Who? I guess. So, what I did she say to, to the back. nurse? What did she say to the doctor to get this information? It was very quick.
2: Listen, I called the resident, the ophthalmology resident, on Monday. He still hasn't called me back
0: about an actual <laughs> person. So, <laughs> uh, so Logan's got in- in- internal bleeding, high fever, partially collapsed lung, broken ribs, uh, broken leg other terrible things. I didn't write them all down. He's going to need rehab, but he is going to recover uh, from all this. Uh, so that would have been really funny. Like the paladinos are like, we're exiting the show. So let's just kill Logan. (laughs) (laughs) Like leave Rory, like as a, some sort of like, you know, like widow character for the rest of the the show, if it continues on. Uh, so yeah, Rory, uh, Rory calls Lorelai and says she's the only one there. Lorelai th- says something about making a care package. That is whatever. Uh, Logan wakes up and she's like, you're in a great hospital. And he says he's sorry. He was just showing off. And he's he's concerned about her missing school. And she's like, I've got it under control. So he's just like kind of appreciative that she, she actually is there. Uh, she calls the family, talks to Honor. The, they're all out of town, of course, and but Mitchum isn't, and uh, but Mitchum was refusing to come to the hospital. So Rory uses Logan's phone to call Mitchum and leaves leaves him a message. I'm assuming because she just goes in this huge spiel and then hangs up. So maybe maybe she said it to his to him and didn't let him talk. But she kind of yeah, tells him to swallow his she, pride and get down here.
1: Yeah, I think she left him me a message. And what did uh, Finn and Colin? Colin say they called him the Dark Lord or something
0: <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah. Like
2: a... The Dark, like Voldemort. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, then Mitchum wanders in, looks at, Lor- looks, looks at Rory, and then goes to see L- Logan. Hey, good for Clark, Greg, to get that paycheck, right? I mean, <laughs> he was announced as a special guest in the credits, and he got to just walk through a set. And I wonder what kind of money he got for that. <laughs> Maybe he was like – Maybe he was paid for, like, a certain amount of, like, guest appearances this season and this was, like, fulfilling it. Probably. So, yeah, uh, at the end, Logan is feeling good. Rory apologizes for letting him go on the trip. She says she wanted to punish him. And she says she was so cold and she could have lost him. And he says this is all his fault and she shouldn't feel bad. So I think we're getting to a healthier place between them. They're being a little bit more open. Rory's being a little bit more open about her selfishness in this <laughs> and her feelings. And, and Logan is also like, not just letting her take all that on herself and, you know, realizes he had a role in, in all this, how this happened. I don't know. I think this is, this is pretty healthy.
1: I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh there's not the chance of her changing addresses again, anytime soon is pretty low. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> it's unfortunate that there needed to be a near-death experience, though. Yeah. For
0: yeah. them to get there. Yeah. yeah.
2: But they're making programs. <laughs> Again, I'm apologizing for them, but they're young. It's maybe not Rory's first relationship, but like it's like their first adult relationship. They're learning. Evolving. Right.
0: right. Uh, I called this chapter 13 Candles, but for some reason I thought april was turning 13 but maybe she's a little too young she is it
2: no she's turning 13 but luke apparently feels that she's turning four years old
0: like (laughs) right right
2: (laughs) he treats them like i don't understand
0: well first we got to mention uh dear god he's back (laughs) he's standing on the corner He's playing his guitar. He's singing. It has nothing to do with anything. And look, look at all these extras walking by, looking really entertained and appreciative that there's a troubadour here. It's just like, <laughs> does this have anything to do with anything at all? Nope. So, this is the part where I go. Ugh.
1: <laughs> hey, it's the hey. it's Sam Phillips's husband. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. I'd rather hear more right. lalas. I'd rather Sam Phillips being on the corner going la 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 la. <laughs> uh, so at Luke's, uh, he is back, and Caesar is immediately like talking about how grumpy he is, and you know, things... You're like
1: Caesar had like, gotten things figured out while Luke was gone, uh-huh. <laughs> like made progress. Yeah. Oh, it things are done, so much right? better with him. Yeah. Uh, and
0: uh, and then Luke. Welcomes Lorelai in and he's like, finally, someone's sane. And I'm like, Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, your, your bar is very (laughs) low.
0: He gives her an Amish voodoo doll, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Luke says he's doing great with April. He's now throwing her a birthday party. Lorelai offers her services as a consultant, but Luke's like, Hey, I got this under control. Uh, Kirk wants the chicory coffee. That Caesars Sign is offering. What is chicory coffee guys? I chicory
1: like... co- Okay. New Orleans. Chicory. It is a bark. Of some kind of plant. That like when people were poor. And couldn't afford coffee. They would like add it to their coffee. To make their coffee go
0: further. Oh. Where do I get some of this bark? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I suddenly feel challenged. I want to try this. Uh,
1: I can't taste any difference, nah. chicory. But it's—I've had it in New Orleans. It's a New Orleans thing. To okay. me, I don't know about any other. That's my experience with chicory.
2: I had never heard of this before. Right now.
0: Yeah, me either.
1: <laughs> but okay. Oh. Coffee. Lorelai says, "Well, if you need a consultant, I've thrown some some rockin." Preteen parties in my time Of course I don't have a deep fryer But <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah uh, yeah. She she... All,
1: I'm just saying that Rory's birthday scavenger hunt of 1998 Is still talked about <laughs> in her
0: reverent tones That's right <laughs> uh, Luke gets to hear how drunk Lorelai got From uh, Miss Patty uh, she sang endless love, which turns out to be a story to cover for her actual speech. So anytime Luke hears that she got up on the microphone and was embarrassed, it was embarrassing or humiliated herself. He's just going to think that she sang Diana Ross. Uh, and, uh, and Miss Patty's like, Oh, you're going to get Luke to the altar someday. Don't you worry. So Miss Patty's still shipping the two of them. She's the last person by the way. Uh, Although maybe Matt is still, I don't know. I'll uh, we'll have to check back in with them. <laughs>
2: uh I'm certainly not shipping this Luke and Laura line. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. I I should definitely clarify that because what is going on here and why are they being uh, Anyway, uh So, yeah, we're we are in the on the streets and are they in a different town?
1: I think so. I think they're shopping maybe
0: They're definitely on the
2: WB lot.
0: In a big (laughs) scene. They are. They are for sure.
2: That's that movie theater where they have the premieres.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, there's this huge theater. Where'd that come from? They're definitely not in Star Solo anymore.
1: The Orson Welles retrospective.
0: (laughs) Yes. Right.
1: Yeah. They're shopping because Luke wants to get April something for her birthday and he finds a toothbrush set. Yeah, because he thinks
2: she's four or five, or (laughs) he would like novelty cat
1: things. Yeah, Luke just doesn't know kids. He just doesn't know kids, and he does need Lorelai's, you know, input on this. He doesn't know how to throw a birthday party. He doesn't know what gifts to buy. Lorelai would kill this. She would rock this. She. This is her jam. Right. I do think it's kind of. I think it gets lost
2: after this, but I do think the one thing that's interesting is when Luke says he would lose to her. Like he's scared that one. Like, I think that's something that's really important and juicy. And then it never really ever comes
0: back. I could not believe it. When he said this stuff, he goes, he says that Lorelai is a cartoon character. (laughs) His, the girl he wants to marry is a cartoon character. And then and says that April will obviously like be, like hit her better than him. And I'm like, are you serious? Is this yeah. it? Is this like really
1: competition? it? Like, she has to choose one or the other? Like, it seems... I don't want to jump ahead, but like, it
2: seems that if this is what Luke is thinking, fine. Because are we to understand that he before this he hasn't told Anna that he's engaged or like because the end with Anna being like I don't want like like when Luke comes in is like Anna got all mad like uh, yeah anyway I don't want to jump ahead but like that to me like this seems like if this is all Luke is worried about this could be fixed rather easily even Lorelai is like no you're her dad yeah but then they just compound on it later and this Issue sort of, I don't think really ever gets resolved or talked about again.
0: (sighs) I I was deeply like, you know, upset by Luke by her saying something like that. Just you know that you're that insecure that you think that of your uh, of I don't know. She is a hurricane. She really is. But I don't know. There there's being dead. Like, no matter if she was her actual mom, he's still her actual dad
1: <laughs> like yeah. he's
0: never going to be like overshadowed i don't know um so uh anna drops the drops her off and says that the kids like to call him hagrid uh, yeah
1: he that he you know rave reviews yeah. from but he doesn't trip. know
0: what that means right right uh and then i was like what she's not staying at her own kid's birthday party is that weird yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then, like, she takes two seconds to say, oh, the diner looks great. Remember, I was here when you opened it. Remember? 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 (laughs) Remember? No. Nope.
0: Nope. But that's interesting. Will it eat anything? I wonder. Nope. Uh, I thought, but but again, I got to stress, like, this is her kid's birthday party. (laughs) What do you, why, why does he get to throw it and she is not allowed to be there or she feels like she shouldn't be there? I don't know. It's kind of like it, it. It's kind of like a weird manipulation of how real life would be, just yes. to get some drama here.
1: Exactly. Like when that comes up later, it's like, wait a minute, where I, there were rules. Why yeah. didn't she? Why didn't she reveal these rules before now?
0: Yeah. Uh, she has some really good points. But we'll get to it. <laughs> I mean,
1: she does, but All okay. Right.
0: Oh,
2: sorry. Uh, well, no. I have questions about these points, and I think maybe you will change my mind because, as I said, I don't have kids, and so, but I don't want to jump ahead. If you have more to talk about,
0: so much more to talk about. We got, we got, a, we got this party okay. to talk about. We'll, we'll get to it. I promise. Uh, uh, so yeah, the the, the rules uh, stay out of the kitchen. I mean, these are obvious rules, but he is a little bit intense about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't again, understand. Yeah, he doesn't understand children or thirteen year olds or anything.
0: But and I'll, I don't know. It's just like okay, we're all stuck here. So what are we supposed to do? <laughs> and he's got no, no like what do you think about that? Like
1: Yeah, you have they're to have just a plan. Gonna, they're just gonna you kinda have...
0: hang out and entertain themselves. I don't know. Yeah,
1: kids don't entertain themselves. You gotta entertain
0: them. Uh he, Oh, yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, Michelle turned the website into a big picture of him with his parts linking to other areas of the site. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, The bathroom is in a restricted area. So Luke tells them all to line up and runs in the back room and calls Lorelai. He says it's a disaster. And uh, he thought the birthday party was the activity. Like, I don't know. What? what the, has he never had any of
2: rory's birthday parties know, right? apparently he had
0: <laughs> uh so lorelei's like just put out some music and i'll be there soon and then she says is that okay and he says yes hurry so i was like okay cool and then she arrives and he's like well, where's the party stuff and she says follow my light lead and for a second there i was like gonna be like i was thinking that he thought she was just kind of bring some things over for them to do and not actually let her into the diner. But he let her into the diner. Uh, <laughs> and uh Lorelai introduces herself, puts the TR on April and says, Hold hands, follow me. And they all do a like a snake through Star's Hollow. And they go to a makeup store, and apparently Lorelai's got a lot of money because she's just like, pick whatever makeup you want.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, really? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, the girls are getting, but
2: they're also thirteen, so they're not going to be picking like, you know, they're picking like fun, sparkly, like she says, Bonabelle stuff. Like they're not, hopefully, not picking like (laughs) sixty-five dollar (laughs) palettes.
0: Uh, so the makeover is happening. There's makeup happening in Luke's, uh, and April requests a glitter heart on her cheek from Lorelai who has one and that she says that Lorelai reminds her of her mom and says, I think you'd like her. Uh, which is interesting because, you know, uh, Anna does act a bit like Lorelai, I think. Uh, and you know, the comparisons, I mean, single mom with a daughter, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. Not in common.
2: April, the healthiest, mentally healthiest person in this whole love triangle quadrangle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know she's taking a side pretty easily. Not really having much of a problem in anything. Uh, Okay, so later it's present time, and Luke is super nervous. But uh, Luke, quote unquote, got a uh, way things work book and a gift certificate to the Discovery Store. Which uh, did Lorelai. When did Lorelai buy that? I, I don't understand. Uh, and, well, but- maybe
1: when she, they went shopping the other day and she saw that he bought her a toothbrush set.
0: So she, she just went ahead and bought it anyway.
1: Yeah. She's like, yeah, this kid's like Rory. I know what Rory would have liked at 13. So.
0: so or t- maybe
1: she stopped at the bookstore on the way over. Yeah, yeah maybe so. Yeah.
0: The, the Discovery Store was on the way from the Dragonfly to Luke's?
2: I don't know. Like, maybe you can get <laughs> – you could get like – you could get like museum gift passes at the supermarket, like
0: yeah. Uh, so then Lorelai suggests they turn it into a slumber party, and Luke goes with it. Like all this time, I'm waiting for Luke to short circuit and be like, "You're overruling me! Like why are you doing this?" But not at all, not one bit. So why did so they? Why did they the say kids, that?
2: All the kids call their parents. Did April have to call Anna? Wouldn't she have said? Luke's fiance is here? Why didn't Anna just ask to speak to her then? Did April not call her mom? Was she always going to sleep over? Again? I well, also,
1: so. also, okay, I don't know would girls parents have an issue with them spending the night with in a man being there right. and no female being there? Right.
0: Weird. Uh, but
2: and then, like is it is it Lorelai's fault that Anna doesn't know her? Like this like April's on the phone. I want to sleep over. Luke's fiance is here. Do you want to talk to her? Like,
0: Yeah, it's, so it's April's fault because she didn't mention that Luke's fiance was there, I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't but, know.
2: I mean, like, wasn't it? Like, whatever. I, uh, I
0: seriously... Okay, keep going. Uh, We have to set this all up so we can get this final uh argument at the end. We gotta somehow trip our way into this. Uh, so yeah, the girls, uh, uh, Kirk sets up pretty in pink for the watch. Uh,
1: oh yeah. Lorelai is like, yes, the actor playing Ducky is the same guy from two and a half men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and then, uh, Luke bunks up in the sh- storage room while in the other room, uh, Lorelai teaches them witchcraft. Uh, so <laughs> Which I'm assuming is light as a feather, stiff as a board, right? That's that's witchcraft, right?
1: That's what all thirteen-year-olds do.
0: I don't think Mrs. Kim would be happy with that.
1: <laughs> that's okay. Lane's not there.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, back to the dragonfly. Lorelai tells Sookie how great of a time she had. It was a major breakthrough, and now you know. Hopefully, I won't have to hide anymore. And I was, I I was incredibly patient and incredibly impatient. And Sookie and her have this. Funny moment where it turns out that you know she got Suki a bag of makeup, and she says that Jackson might get in under her bra this, tonight. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny.
2: That's <laughs> yeah, cute. that was cute. Then we
0: Thanks. go to then we go to Luke's, and uh, Caesar is compl- somebody's complaining about glitter in pancakes, and Caesar's just like, "Oh, this wouldn't happen on my," and I'm like, "Okay, glitter our-
2: is the herpes of the craft world." <laughs>
0: It's at this point where I'm like, oh, my God, are they turning Caesar into Michelle? Like, is Caesar Luke's Michelle now? Because mm-hmm. he's so, like, he thinks he should run the diner, even though the diner is called Luke's and he's a guy that works there? Like, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> what makes you think that you could just take over? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, so Anna pulls Luke aside and yells at him about his girlfriend doing the party and spending the night with her. She's not a sweater, you can pass off. I can't even look at you. So let me just go through all this and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Cause I feel like we, we really want to get into this. Um, so yeah, Luke tells Lorelai how mad Anna was and he kicks himself and Lorelai apologizes and he's like, I'm sorry too. And so Lorelai goes to Anna's shop, uh, apologizes, says she's to blame. It's not Luke. That's to blame. Promises there's nothing to worry about. I have references. She kind of jokes. Anna says she's a single mom and has to worry about – worry that if she becomes a big part of April's life, what if she suddenly disappears? April never meets any man I date unless I'm ready to get married. Uh, Lorelai says they're engaged. They're stable. And (laughs) – Anna's like, I watched this show. I don't understand wh- where you're getting this stable idea from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she says she's still nervous about Luke. When they're married, they'll deal with it then. And Laura likes, like, I get you. You know, I'm a single mom myself. And Anna says that April did say that she had a really great time at the party, if that makes her feel any better. Um, and I do have one final note we'll get into in a minute. But So, okay. So, uh, I... Th- feel like, yes, if I was a single parent taking care of my child and I decided, OK, I'm fine with my ex uh, who wants to be a part of my kid's life because I never told him that the kid existed, yada, yada, yada.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like let's not forget the fact that she's a single mom is because she never told me <laughs> that April existed.
0: She's bared the brunt of the responsibility of her life regardless. Her entire life so yeah, I feel like she should have had all the information, not just finding out about something later. Is nothing worse than being a parent that finds out about something that you didn't exactly approve of later. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times my girls have teamed up against me. And <laughs> when I find out, I'm like, Ugh! and I know one of these days my girls are going to come home and they're going to have their ears pierced. And I'm going to be like, you, I told you. <laughs> To wait, but no, no, but anyway, we're not getting into my stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we we'll get into mine. My <laughs> nephew, okay, my brother, he was living with this woman. This woman was taking care of his child. She is his, like, okay, he's got a mother, he's got a grandmother, he's got a grandmother on my brother's side, my mother. And then he has this girl, the girlfriend is his, like, third mother. <laughs> And my brother married her. They're now married. She is now my sister-in-law. But, and that made me feel better that they're not going to just one day just break up. She's going to be totally ripped from his life. This person that he's bonded with. But also, they're married. They could break up and she could be totally ripped from his life. Being nothing. She's nothing to him if... They divorce, break up, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it makes it, it, that worries me that that would be life altering, life changing, and disruptive in my nephew's life. And
2: I, I understand the, that point about how, like, they're not together. I, I just have always felt, now that I'm older, I guess, like, When this was happening, I really hated April. I hated how she was so nerdy, how she was basically Rory Light. You know how (laughs) Anna was Lorelai Light. Now I don't hate April so much. I realize that I hate the way that her character is used as this contrived plot device to Mm -hmm. drive this wedge. Yes, I just I understand being worried about that, but I just keep going back like. The reason that she doesn't have a relationship and why her relationship is so rocky with Luke is Anna's fault.
1: Yeah. And like, Anna has just changed the rules. Like yeah, why does Anna, Anna have all the same
2: all the time? Like like why like and so it's been three months. What now it's been four or five months? We don't really know what the time is happening. Uh-huh. But like yep. all this time, like Luke never said, Oh, I'm with a person like like I feel like, again, maybe like you said, he can't multitask. But, like, if Lorelai is part of his life, if Rory is part of his life, like, you can't expect to have a child coming into your life that's not going to then interact with them. Like, every time she comes over, once they're married, he's going to kick Lorelai out of the house. Like, (laughs) like i don't know and again like i said before like when they all called because i'm pretty sure they show april on her cell phone calling anna yeah like so maybe it is april's fault like you said but like yeah but you <laughs> know me- like, i'm pretty sure that a third like i'm just thinking of me as a 13 year old i would have been like i'm here with luke and his girlfriend's here and she's been throwing us a grape you know and she was she said we could sleep over and she'll be here and then like Maybe I'm just speaking from my family's experience. But my mom, if she hadn't met her before, would have been like, oh, can I talk to her? Like, I don't know. To me, it just all seems so contrived and ridiculous. But then I think I'm not a parent. So maybe I would feel that way. But I don't know. I just think it's dumb. Like, I can understand wanting to protect your child from heartbreak. But also, your child's 13 seems to be okay with this and maybe now's a good enough time to start talking to them that sometimes people might not always be in your life all the
1: time. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean it is just such a contrived way to to wedge something in between Luke and Lorelai to keep them from actually being happy and getting together and Isn't getting it crazy? married. crazy.
0: They just made up a kid out of nowhere. <laughs> they just were like, I don't know, Luke Luke has a kid now. Luke has a kid and he net na- Okay, so she's never been mentioned before because he never knew she existed and he's going to have some problems with Okay. Uh I don't know So what 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 so Luke look Lorelai can't does is is upset about the kid? No 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 Luke just doesn't wander around when he's hanging out with the kid because, I don't know, he wants to bond or something. Sure, sure. Let's just keep going with that. Uh.
2: (laughs) Like, I'm sure – I know that there are stories of, like, exes and people who, like, don't want the new spouse or the new people to have anything to do with their kids. But, like, the way that they've introduced – or the way that Lorelai is and even how they introduced Anna originally, like, it just doesn't seem like they would be – like that. Like, Anna's done all this to protect her daughter, and then she wants to, like, just
1: control. Prevent,
2: control her and prevent her from knowing someone else, because there might be a chance that her and her dad might break up. Like, like it's I, don't, pretty silly. I don't know.
0: It's pretty silly. You're right. Yeah, I was definitely more on Anna's side when I, I saw this. Um But uh what do you think about the idea of like, did Lorelai really have any right to go to this shop? I mean, after scolding Rory about all this, and now she's doing it on herself to, I what, think- protect Luke? This is Luke's job.
2: Yeah.
1: Luke. First of all, they should have gone together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like Lorelai went there to say, "Look, meet me, see how awesome I am, and you will completely change your mind. I'm you funny. I see- make references. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, which might also be wrong. like like yes, I'll concede Anna has obviously wants to protect April, but like if all three of you are going to be in this child's life, then you have to at least be cordial. And Anna is not even open to the idea of really even her meeting her like yeah, I like again I can't I can't speak to it because I don't have kids. so I can't speak to that dynamic, but this just really makes me think like, Amy Sherman-Palladino and Dan Palladino don't have kids and maybe, <laughs> you know, I don't feel like I could write a story about kids and maybe they should not also be writing stories about children.
1: Yeah, I like, mean I just wonder did this come from the network? Did the network say, "Okay, season 6, we've got to introduce a young character because we've got to get the younger gen- a younger demographic watching."
0: <sighs> I, um... I don't know. If they introduced her and had her have a subplot with other friends, that's when you start to worry, I think. But right now, she is just the the
1: the,
0: the thing that's setting a, like I said, a wedge so... between Luke and Lorelai. And yeah, I it's... know,
2: like, even Vanessa, is it
0: Marano?
2: Marano? Marano. Like, even she said she watched the show and she, said, she was like, people are going to hate
0: me. She, <laughs> like... <laughs> right.
2: So she was worried about coming on. Like, you know, and I think now I realize I don't really hate her. I nah. hate the, the contrivance of storyline but right like i don't know i just like i said i just have always felt that it was like a supreme overreaction but maybe, maybe that's just based on my family experience and also my family like you know shipped us off we didn't live at home for six weeks in the summer so i'm pretty sure my mom would have been okay with like someone's random step parents oh, supervising us at our uh. at a sleepover when we were 13 so because <laughs> we, we had, we had- been going away on our own for six weeks, like since we were younger than that. So, yeah. I think one night she would have been fine with.
0: <laughs> also, I was thinking about the uh, the fact that you know what an ambush this is. You know, if Luke and lorelei both went to, it's just like this is my place of business, okay? What are you What are you doing?
2: Yeah, maybe they should have had her like come to the diner. Or something. Yeah, something. But there needs to be. Well, again, this is the whole issue. This whole season, no one is talking to anybody.
0: Yeah. That needs
2: to be talking to each other. But yep. I don't
0: know. However, my very last note for this episode is if only we just skipped to this. Like if only we found out about April, there was like one episode of Luke being like, I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure uh, if we can I – can, I can have you around with her at the same time. I want to build a relationship with her and then maybe you know, throw in a bit of that like you're a cartoon character. <laughs> and And uh, you're gonna overshadow me and uh then have them kind of talk it out and then have then the problem be Anna having a problem with it, you know, like move it move through it a little faster than Luke keeps the child a secret for two months, and then Lorelai, then they, they call off the engagement and Lorelei just kind of puts up with it for like another like two or three months, and it's just yeah, like this it's just such been drag. Like a
2: drag half season,
0: yeah. Is this the same season that Lorelai and, and then, Rory were broken up for at the beginning yeah. of it? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the worst season, guys. The worst season. Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot think, wait well, till somebody else is in control of the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I
2: feel like I feel like the first half of season seven is course correcting. Oh. Good. And then it kind of gets rolling. I feel like the beginning of like as I said before, I prefer seven six but at the beginning of seven is rocky two because they're course correcting this train wreck
0: yeah <laughs> uh yeah and I, i'm sorry i'm gonna keep referencing that article because i read it but it it talked about the first two episodes we talked about this week and it's just like it, and it is somebody that's uh reviewing the show after it's already been over um just like talking about like uh how wonderful it's going to be to that net you know it, it if anybody says anything bad about season seven, at least the people in charge of season seven, might might've cared about the show a bit more than the Palladinos do at this point.
2: I, I feel like cause Lauren Graham is a executive producer in season seven. That maybe, I don't know how much yeah. influence she had, but I pers- like, I was looking when, when Steph asked me to come on, I was reading the summaries of like the episodes just to make sure I didn't spoil you on anything terrible <laughs> and um like i looked and i was like oh man like this goes on until like t- episode 12 like some of like what i feel like they're correcting and have to course correct but then like after that i was like oh, okay then it picks up then it's like good again so i feel like it it ends more strongly and but yeah there's a Let's lot it of goes. course correction i feel like that has to happen yeah i just I I just feel like none of the people right now are acting like the characters we know. And I understand the show having to change and introduce problems so that you're not just seeing the same thing. But why do the characters have to be completely different in the way that they're approaching this situation? Then, like, they just seem to have done complete 180s of their character like when would lorelei ever have been so silent and meek and like wasn't that her whole shtick was that she you know is outspoken takes, yeah takes things by the you know the bull by the horn she's got right. goes Oxy. after situations right. like and why does why is i don't know I, I find if like rory that, I
1: being know. such a weenie yeah. I don't know. Good
2: kudos for you to, to you for sticking with it. Right. Cause this is a, this is a low point. I feel like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we really need to wrap this up. Uh, and, but we will be back next week to talk about the last two episodes of season six. And finally, just, you know, hopefully it's just like a mercy killing <laughs> this maybe it'll be just like a huge scream fest between all the main characters like the the episode where uh with the, the all the different arguments um but uh jen i want to say thank you very much for uh chatting with us we'll have to have you back for season seven to uh get you to talk about that season which you say is you you prefer
2: yeah i might be in the minority but whatever i'm
0: okay with it i'm I, i'm telling you i i feel like we could only go up I, I, I don't know but whatever <laughs> i may, i hope maybe maybe there are a lot of people out there that uh have seen that season and seen further on or just like laughing at me at this point but um yeah Whew, so disappointing Steph, what do we got
1: for our next week we have uh driving miss gilmore
0: okay uh I mean, that just brings up like Emily being driven around just because I'm thinking she's the oldest Gilmore. Yes,
2: but it's, it's a good yes. thing that I'm not on next week's show because I have a lot of things to say about that situation. <laughs> <laughs> it it it
1: hurts me to my my optometrist soul. Oh boy, I'll mm. we'll keep that in mind. Interesting.
0: Oh, yeah, gosh.
1: it's. It's Miss Gilmore, so we don't know if it's Lorelai or Rory that they're referring to.
0: Oh, it's Miss Gilmore. Okay. Yes. Wouldn't it be weird to have Emily Gilmore being called Mrs. Gilmore? I just doesn't... I mean, obviously Mrs. Kim is called Mrs. Kim, but I, I don't know. It's always Emily Gilmore. <laughs> Dame Gilmore.
1: And then the last episode is Partings. So Partings. That's interesting that it's... Amy Sherman Palladino and Daniel Palladino's last episode is partings.
0: Yeah, that's where everybody breaks up and the Palladinos like raise middle fingers as they retreat in the sea.
1: We will see. I don't know. But um, it is um, Colin and Finn. Their names are, hold on, what are their names?
0: Colin and Finn. That's what I think.
1: Alan Loise. Loeza and Tank Sade, is there at last episodes? And going Yay. back to going back to the real Paul Anka <laughs> that's Milo Ventimiglia's last episode.
0: Yeah,
1: of the
0: yeah, I was the, gonna say of engineer. the series. I, I guarantee the, the revival is yeah, you know, gonna be bringing back all sort. Everybody's everybody's gonna come back. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing what happens. Right there we will be just in case people want to know we will still be doing our uh our binge cast uh through season seven our usual like four four episodes a week except for the final uh two episodes that'll have its own but uh steph and i will be really digging into those extended uh seasonal episodes all i know is they are named after seasons and they're extra long so uh we'll be doing one a week just to really, mm-hmm. really savor it. Hopefully, it's yeah. savoring.
2: <laughs> They'll really show you that maybe a network was with time restrictions was a good thing for Amy. Oh, <laughs> boy. Would, you.
0: Know. Oh, there's going to be so much talking. Oh, there's going to be so much talking and talking and talking. I cannot wait for Rory's 20 minute hot dog. Uh, just here's a callback. Here's all the other hot dogs I like. All right. Well. <laughs> Uh and we'll have our friends uh Jonathan and Meredith uh back to talk about the last two episodes next week. That looks like it's working out for us. And uh yeah, until next time. Thanks fan. La. Oh. <laughs> Bye, Jan. Thank you, Bye, Jan. Thank you. Wait, wait, you got to you got a la You can't just say goodbye. Okay. That's not how to end this podcast.
2: Well, I was just going to say thanks for letting me come on.
0: Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming right. on. <laughs> la,